Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense, I encourage you to check out episode zero, where I explain that joke, as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Well, friends, thanks so much. You can see that I'm in the home studio today. That's why I'm casual and I got to capitalize your best virtual background here. I was in the studio last week and I want to say thank you as always. Uh, that was an episode where I got to interview my friend Corbin um, and uh, that he, he is the owner of the Capital Agency. They do some fantastic insurance work. And that conversation, the intention was really to talk about him starting his business and making the transition from being a lawyer with Uber to what he's doing now. And it turned into, one, a great conversation about both of ours passion for the YMCA. And then we just really dug into what is it like to be a an entrepreneur? What is it like to really own your business? And I don't mean anything hypothetical. We're talking about the struggles and the challenges, all the really great things about owning a business and starting a business. And it was a fun, fun conversation. Really didn't get to everything we wanted to talk about. So I'm going to have to have Corbin back on. Uh, the response was great. A lot of you commented on Facebook and I appreciate that a ton. We got good views on the YouTube page. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was episode 450, which is amazing. Five years, 450 episodes. So I'm not producing three a week like I used to, um, but faithfully, I try to get here every single week and you guys have to forgive me. I've got a Twitch. Um, but we just got back from uh, a week in the Outer Banks in North Carolina, and wow, it was just pollen, and um, and pollen's not my friend, and I haven't been around North Carolina pollen in a while, and um, man, oh man, it's just got me, so uh, forgive me if I've got a deep voice, or if I cough, or if I have to take a pause, I appreciate it, but we're casual here, we're friends, right? Um, but thank you again. Thank you for all the comments, the YouTube page and everything. I'll have Corbin back on the show because we've got some follow up that specifically some of you asked about that I know that he and I would like to talk about. Now, coming up, I'm um, going to talk about marketing for the real estate industry, but I want to give you one little update from our time away. You know, when I get away for a week's vacation, um, reading and catching up is usually one of my priorities. And um, I've come back from vacation and literally started new businesses. Capitalized Coffee was formed last year at this time, at least in my mind, after listening to 12, 12 Months to 1 Million by Ryan Daniel Morant. And this year, I was like, I just really want to consume books. And I want to take time. I might even want to read books twice. And friends, I really did. So what I did is I'll tell you everything I read and I'll give you my you know brief review. I have maybe 10 pages left, and by the time you watch this, I'll be done with it, um, with um, The Greatness Mindset uh, by uh, Lewis Howes. And I'm telling you, um, it's really good. I enjoyed his first book, um, uh, you know, The School of Greatness, and then he did a follow-up, which was very personal, The Mask of Masculinity, um, which was a great book, but didn't have the impact that he said he wanted it to make. And then he took his time on this one. It's bigger. It's 300 and some pages. Very well researched. But it goes into his personal philosophy on how to have a greatness mindset. And if you've ever listened to the show, you know that mindset and anything along those lines is very important to me. 
so I enjoyed it a ton. There is, um, you know, a workbook that goes along with it, but I've got maybe 10, 20 pages left of it. I'll finish it by the time you watch this. Um, it was a blast. I uh, really enjoyed reading that. That was physical. Um, I read that primarily at coffee shops and just moments to, to catch my breath. And then I listened to three books. Uh, one of them I actually listened to twice. Um, one of them, I, I'm going to have to pull it up. Um, uh, by authors and folks that I had never ever heard of, um, just kind of uh, you know out you know branching out a little bit. Um, I keep a list of all the books I read in a year, and um, one of them was called "Your Invisible Power" by Genevieve. I have to catch her name for you and put it in the show notes. And that's really again just about how we think of things. And your invisible power is the power you bring when you think about things. Um, I heard a great quote this week. I believe it was from Joe Dispenza, and he said, uh, you know, um, uh, your brain, what fires together, um, wires together. And so when we think a certain way, uh, our brain becomes patterned to think in that way um, just automatically. And so if we want to change what's going on in our lives, we've got to rewire our brains to think a certain way. But I love it. It's so powerful, you know, what fires together, wires together in the brain. So it really pays attention a lot to how we think, not just what we think. Um, and then I read, I listened to two books by Wallace Waddle, uh, one of them twice. Um, now, Wallace Waddle was the founder of the, one of the leaders of the New Thought Movement and even started the Christian Science movement, not Scientology. It was a real thought-based Christian movement, which kind of got some, some challenges. Um, so this is in the early 1900s. And, you know, you, you have two, you have more than two choices back early, you know, in the 1800s, you either had to own a farm or work for a farm. Um, but, you know, as the 1900s rolled around, you've got the industrial revolution, you've got the development of cities and people can strike out and, uh, you know, make their own way. So he's written three books. I found two of them, one called The um, the Science of Getting Rich, and another one, The Science of Being Great. Um, and I listened to The Science of Getting Rich twice. Um, the Science of Being Great, I will not listen to again. Um, and I would say, you know what, I'd say about half of the books were useful. Half of the first book was useful. I didn't enjoy much of all. The second one it was very esoteric. And just kind of out there, but the science of being rich uh, makes some promises. I don't know it can keep, but it does talk about uh, what's the mindset of growing your wealth and your income. And guys, listen, if you look at the economy and you got seven and a half percent inflation two years in a row, that's 15 percent inflation. And you got banks collapsing and whatnot. You've got to get hold of your personal finances and you got to do more than Dave Ramsey said, which is just stay out of debt. You got to figure out how to grow it. Uh, you can only dice that pie up so many ways. At some point in time, you got to be like, how do I grow my income? And so I think I enjoyed the science of getting rich uh, well enough to listen to it twice. And there's about half of it that was pretty good. I might find a physical copy because I want to mark it up a little bit. Again, the science of being great, I just thought was really esoteric and a bit of a mess. Um, and I don't know the name of the third in that trilogy, um, but you know, I don't know if I'll pursue it either, um, but very good. I enjoyed, uh, it was good to put my brain around some stuff I had never read, an author I never read, even a thought system that I probably had disagreements with, but still wanted to be exposed to. Um, but yeah, that, that was my reading. And I started a preview book. Um, I, there's a book that's coming out later on the month called Falling. 
and um, it's by the author. Uh, she she was a first time author. Um, actually, I've got it here. And guys, if you don't mind, I'm gonna uh, pull it up. Uh, this novel hadn't come out yet, and I actually found an advanced reader's copy that a bookstore gave away. And um, uh, her name is T.J. Newman, and uh, she wrote uh, the book. Oh, what was the book she wrote? Um, it was it was called. Um, it was the first one was called Falling. Forgive, forgive me. The first one was called Falling, and it was about a hijacking of an airplane. She was a flight attendant. Really captivating, good thriller, not deep, but you can see they're making a movie of it. The new one is called um, Drowning. It's sort of like Poseidon Adventure on an airplane, and this doesn't come out till later on in the month, but I got an advanced reader's copy, and, uh, you know, about 50 pages in, um, it's good, good reading, fun reading, um, good kind of take your brain off stuff, um, so I was into that, so basically four books uh, and about a quarter of a novel, maybe a fifth of a novel, um, so that was fun, uh, we watched some movies too, but anyway, that's what the time away was, uh, but what I really want to jump into is um marketing for the real estate industry now um i i was doing you know listen uh we launched capitalized uh full time in 2020 and in that 2020 2021 era uh real estate just exploded you know houses were selling prices were like you know hundred like a hundred thousand dollars over asking price fifty thousand dollars over asking price people were skipping inspections something you know we sold our house during that time uh absolutely amazing um, and things have slowed down. Interest rates have risen, uh, but the, the real estate industry is still alive and well. Um, you know, what we're seeing is a lot of people went in, to, became realtors at that time, and a lot of people starting to fall off now because the competition is heavy. And uh, But then there's tons of industries around real estate, like being a mortgage broker, um, insurance. Um, there's tons of industries. There's title work. Um, and then there's people who serve the real estate industry, like stagers and decorators, and all of that plays a part into the real estate industry. Now, if you ask me, uh, owning a marketing and coaching company, um, I feel like we have a distinct uh, line, a distinct characteristic. We know what we do best. We know who we're serving. Um, in the big picture, there's not really a whole lot of competition. Um, yes, there's things I bid on that other people get, um, but there's a millions and millions of people who need marketing and coaching. You see what I'm saying? Like the pool that I'm, that I'm fishing in um, is not limited. Um, it's not finite. It's rather infinite, right? It's not that way in the real estate industry. If you are a realtor, there are a finite number of houses that are on the market. And that is a reality. And so there is um, a competition and it is more difficult to buy and sell homes at the present moment. Now, if you're in the title industry, again, there are title companies out there that you compete with. Um, if you're in the insurance, there's definitely more people insurance that you can compete with. Um, and if you're in staging, I mean, all those things. So um, that industry has more competition. Um, what I'm seeing as I work with people in that industry, because I have clients that are brokers, I have clients who are realtors, I have clients who are stagers, um, I did some work for a title company, so we've been in the real estate industry a lot, and what I'm seeing is that there are people who are just kind of giving up, and they're like, well, I'm going to put some social media content out there and uh, just kind of wait for people to come to me, 
And that might have worked in 2020, but that's not going to work anymore. You guys have to forgive me. Right now, I'm getting all these notifications, and the recording is going well, so I'm not going to turn them off. So anyway, uh, you can tell I'm back in the groove. People know I'm back because I'm getting tons of notifications. Um, so there is real competition. And if there's real competition, you have to do exactly what we recommend our clients to do at the Capitalize Your Best program. You have to set yourself apart from the competition by knowing what it is that you do best. What is the distinct offer that you have? So if you are a realtor, what makes you different than every other realtor? You can't just say, I work hard because they all work hard. Um, you can't just say, listen, I'm available. They're available. What makes you different? What makes you unique? Why does someone who has to choose between three realtors go with you? Or even here's one. Um, someone who has their cousin as a realtor, why would they choose you over their cousin? That kind of thing. And you've got to know in your marketing, how do you represent yourself specifically? What is the best that you need to capitalize on? Secondly, who is your target client? You can't say, well, I'm, you know, I'm a realtor. Anybody who's selling their home is my target client. Well, that doesn't help your marketing. In your marketing, you have to speak specifically to specific people. And when I tell folks this all the time, when you know who you are and specifically what your offer is, and you can speak specifically to a target client, when those two meet, you have a new client, you have a new customer. If giving a congestion is a mess. And so for the real estate industry, no matter what, if you're a realtor, if you're entitled, if you're a broker, uh, insurance stage, or whatever the case may be, those two things always have to be in place. You have to know specifically what is unique about you, and then you have to know specifically who is your target client and how do you speak to them. Like, for example, you might say, well, my target client is a uh, 45-year-old married, two kids, and commutes uh, 45 minutes each way every day. Uh, they're active in their community. Their kids want to be good near, near good schools. And then you speak specifically to them in your marketing. Now, don't worry. The fear is, well, if I speak specifically to them, I'm going to miss out on the, the young newlyweds who need their first house. That won't happen. If you speak specifically, what happens is you begin to draw from the circle around you. You begin to draw from the circle around you. If you try to speak to everybody at one time, you don't. no one hears you. No one hears you. We always hear specifically when people speak to us. And what happens, let's say I'm that newlywed couple, and I see you're speaking to the couple with kids. I think, okay, that realtor or that mortgage person, whatever the case may be, they're experienced. They can help me too. So you always want to speak specifically. So you got to know who you are. And you got to know who you're speaking to. That's specifically what we do in the Capitalize Your Best program. That's where we differ ourselves from other coaching programs. That's what we help you do so that then you can speak in such a way. So the hope I want to give the real estate industry is this. Know specifically what's best about what you offer and then know specifically who you want to speak to and then customize your marketing towards them. Now, having said that, if you'd like to go deeper on this, um, I am holding a seminar on Wednesday, the 22nd of March from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's free. Now, that's three hours of marketing coaching. It's called From Listing to Leads. We're going to cover everything from top to bottom 
in the real estate industry and how you can improve your marketing. So no matter what you are, if you're a real estate professional, that includes realtor, again, um, uh, mortgage, insurance, title professional, whatever the case may be, this seminar is going to cover all of this in depth, all of this in depth for three straight hours. Here's the cool thing. If you're local to Fredericksburg, we're actually meeting in person and we're meeting at Bond Mortgage in downtown Fredericksburg. And if you're not local or if you can't make that meeting, uh, you can catch it on Zoom. So here's the thing. In the show notes, there is a link. In the show notes, there's a link to how you can register. And when you register, let us know, are you in person or you're on Zoom? You've got to register. Because if you don't register uh, online, you're not going to get the Zoom link. And we need to know how many people are coming in person. In total already, I think we have 44 or 45 people coming. We're going to blaze through 50. It's going to be a big crowd online and on Zoom. Excuse me, online and in person. So I can't wait to see you there. But if you serve the real estate industry in any well, any way, and you want to go more in depth on this issue of representing yourself specifically and speaking to a target client, this is the seminar to go to. So I've had folks ask me, what if I can't make it? Well, if you want to get recordings of this, you've got to register. I'm only sending out recordings of this to everyone who registers. So register if you want a recording. And here's the cool thing. Every single person who registers gets a 15-minute discovery call with me. So I can follow up with you afterwards, and we can talk for 15 minutes and help you hash out a few things that will be practical, I promise you. So guys, check that out. The registration link is in the show notes. Please come out Wednesday, 1 to 4 Eastern Time, p.m., in person at Bond Mortgage, online on Zoom. But you've got to register, and you get 15 minutes with me, and you get recordings of the entire thing. So I can't wait to see you. I hope this has been helpful. Even if you can't do all this, remember, you've got to know what's best about you. You have to represent that, and you have to speak specifically to your target clients. Okay, guys, thank you. I appreciate you putting up with the sinus congestion. Good to see you guys. I'm going to be back in the studio again soon, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.